0: Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto Three, Chapter Fourteen, Pregnancy of DT in the after, in the Evening. Text Number Fifty One. Maitreya Uvacha. Maitre Shrutva Bhagavatam's pautram, Amodata Ditiir Brisham. O Chavidam chavadam krishnad O trayos chavadam krishnad Vedit twasim mahamana Vedit twasim mahamana Maitreya vacha. Maitreya vacha The sage Maitreya said, sage Maitreya said. Shrutva. Shrutva by hearing Bhagavatam to be a great devotee of the Lord. Potram Grandson Amodhata took pleasure Diti Diti Brisham very greatly Putrayo of two sons. Cha. Also, also, Vadam, the killing. the killing, Krishnat, by Krishna, by Krishna. Viritva, Viritva knowing this, knowing this. Asit, Asit, became, became. Mahamana, Mahamana, highly pleased in mind. Pleased in mind. Translation, purport by Prabhupada, by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta, Sanyam Prabhupad. The sage Maitreya said, hearing that her grandson would be a great devotee and that her sons would be killed by Krishna, Deethe was highly pleased in mind. Please repeat. The sage Maitreya said, hearing that her grandson would be a great devotee and that her sons would be killed by Krishna, D.T. Was, was highly pleased in mind. Purport, D.T. Diti was, Diti was very aggrieved to learn that because of her untimely pregnancy, her sons would be demons and would fight with the Lord. But when she heard that her grandson would be a great devotee and that her two sons would be killed by the Lord, she was very satisfied. As the wife of a great sage and the daughter of a great Prajapati, Daksha, she knew that being killed by the Personality of Godhead is a great fortune. Since the Lord is absolute, the acts of violence and non-violence are both on the absolute platform. There is no difference in such acts of the Lord. Mundane violence and non-violence have nothing to do with the Lord's acts. A demon killed by him attains the same result as one who attains liberation after many, many births of penance and austerity. The word brisham is significant herein because it indicates that he was pleased beyond her expectations. So the text again. Maitreya vācā bhagavatams po pautram. Amodata dithi Brusham putraya Chavidam krishna pidit vasi <clears throat> Sage Maitreya said, Hearing that her grandson would be a great devotee, that her sons would be killed by Krishna, Dithi was highly pleased in mind. Vishnu krishna Bhaktivedanta Swami Namaste Saraswatundeve, Gauravani Pracharane, Nirvi Shesha Srinivadi, Patsikyatiade, Siddharane. Let's <laughs> mention that by associating with Krishna we become benefited. Benefited in the sense that our, we come closer at least to our original consciousness, which is called consciousness of Krishna. That doesn't mean that everyone who has physical presence of Krishna immediately becomes conscious of Krishna. Prabhupada writes that thousands of years ago when Krishna was actually on this planet, although thousands of people saw Krishna, but most of them didn't have any idea who krishna was probably said maybe a few the pandavas the residents of vrindavan they knew something about krishna or dwarka but most people didn't know they thought krishna was a great person attractive person etc but exactly who krishna was that was not fully revealed to them because krishna says Naham prakasha sarvasha, yoga maya samavrita, mudayam lokoyam ajam avyam. I am never manifest to the foolish and unintelligent. For them I am covered by my eternal creative potency, yoga maya, and so the deluded world knows me not. I am unborn and inexhaustible. In other words, Krishna's energy called yoga maya and either reveal Krishna or hide him. And even Krishna is standing before us, which is the case, for instance, as the deity, we may think that the deity is something different from Krishna. But at least, according to our scripture, for instance, when the Brahmin was asked by another Brahmin to take as his wife, his daughter, the Brahmin said, well, I'm a poor Brahmin, your family object. This is unheard of, that a poor Brahmin would marry the daughter of a rich aristocratic Brahmin. So let's go before the deity. And as you know the story, they went before the deity and the younger Brahmin told Gopal deity, you're going to be the witness. If anything goes wrong, I'm going to call you as a witness. And when they went back to their village or city, whatever it may be, then the elderly Brahmin called his family together and said, I want to give in marriage my daughter to this young, illiterate Brahmin who's poor. They said, this is impossible. That if you do that, then the wife said and the... His da- the other daughter said, we'll commit suicide, etc. <laughs> <laughs> the elderly Brahmin was a little perplexed. I'd like to give away my daughter in charity to this younger Brahmin, but it would be a little messy seeing everyone dead in my house. So. <laughs> and who's going to sweep the floors? <laughs> <laughs> So he decided that he didn't say anything. He was a little bewildered what to do. Later on when the young Brahmin came, his, the elderly Brahmin's son took a stick and chased him away. In any case, it was finally agreed by the elderly Brahmin, by his son, by the family, by the younger Brahmin in the villages, that if Gopal came as a witness, then the, Brahmin, then the, Brahmin, the elderly Brahmin could give in charity, in marriage to the younger brahman, his daughter. The young brahman went back to Vrindavan, saw Gopal, told Gopal, you must come and act as a witness. So Gopal said, well, I'll tell you what, I'll come as a four-handed form, Vishnu form and act as a witness. The brahman said, no, you must come as a witness, or else you'll get implicated in sinful reactions. So Gopal said, Well, I don't know. I would like to come, but I'm a deity, so a deity can't walk. So the younger Brahmin said, Well, if you can talk, you could walk. So Gopal said, Well, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> he got me on that one. <laughs> So he said, Yes, I'll come and act as a witness, but don't turn, you know, I'll walk with you back to Vidyanagara, but don't turn around. Because whenever you see me, then I'll stand there and I won't move. You'll know I'm there because um, you can hear my ankle bells. You can should cook one kilo of rice every day for me, which is a lot of rice. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you're walking, you get a good, get a good ap- appetite. <laughs> so finally they arrive at the village when the younger brahmin couldn't hear the ankle bells he turned around and he saw the Gopal Didi smiling at him and then he called for the, de- the all the villages and Gopal actually testi- I guess he testified to everyone I mean should've, someone should have had a tape recorder <laughs> heard Gopal's testimony So for us, it may seem like a story, but Chaitanya Charitamrita is not simply a bunch of stories to put us to sleep at night. There are actually accounts of persons who had dealings with Krishna. And in this particular case, it's a dealings with the deity of Krishna. And then, of course, we have Chora, Kishora, Gopinath who hid the condensed milk, the shira, from the prajari so he can give it to Madhavendra So he's considered Kora, which is a thief. Of course, it's hard to imagine that someone's offering you some sweet rice, you hide it somewhere, and then they, where would you put it, you thief? <laughs> and he's already offered him. But anyhow... The devotees like the idea that Krishna has a variety of of moods, so therefore he's called Kora, or a a thief, because he stole the shira, the condensed milk. Therefore, Krishna, of course, if he manifested himself as a full-fledged personality, and we had two little figures here dancing with us in Kirtan, for us it would be pretty ecstatic, but if someone else walked in, it would be very confusing to them. Because nowadays they have robots and things like that. They think, wow, these people are really inventive. <laughs> they made two little robots, <laughs> they're dancing with them. But previously, people would become really disturbed. What's going on here? <laughs> what kind of children do they have? <laughs> Super midgets. But actually, if Krishna wanted to, he could dance. It would be too disturbing to us. And Vrindavan is said when Sanatana Goswami was doing Madhukari and he came to the house of the Brahmin and there was Madan Mohan, that he was playing outside with the Brahmin's children as if he was just another child in the house. So these things are quite inconceivable to us. Just as when we chant Hare Krishna, it's almost inconceivable to us that Krishna is actually personally present there with his entire spiritual world, practically speaking. And because we don't accept it, therefore Krishna doesn't disappoint us. (laughs) (laughs) Because our not accepting it is a very complicated psychological there are many complicated psychological reasons why we don't accept that Krishna and His name are the same. For one thing, it would spoil our material life. And as long as we have plans for material existence, that somehow or another we have some, will be successful or honored or whatever else. We're curious about something. or As long as we have plans for material existence, Krishna won't spoil our plans. He's trying to wake us up, but He won't do it in such a way as that we want to go back to sleep. Why would you wake me up? <laughs> I'm, I want to go back to sleep. But Krishna is waking us up in such a way as that when we wake up, we won't want to go back to sleep. Therefore, it's a question of voluntary surrender, voluntary understanding, just like we don't force the people in Timisvara to come here and hear the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam class. We don't have one devotee assigned. Every day you have to drag someone in here. Let me go. No, you're going to listen to the class, you rascal. You're going to hear about Krishna and surrender. No, let me go. No, it's voluntary. People can voluntarily come and hear about Krishna, and people can voluntarily leave and not hear about Krishna. People can read about Krishna anywhere, they can hear about Krishna, they can serve Krishna. It's voluntary. And if they do, they get Krishna's association as much as they really want it. Majority of people want Krishna's association to help them materially. And it could be from the gross level that we want Krishna's association so he can cure my distress or oh, distresses. Whenever I feel bad, I chant Hare Krishna. And when I feel good, I chant my popular, my favorite songs. <laughs> so we have the bees and we rub them whenever we want, need the genie to come out and help us. <laughs> Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Ah, Okay. <laughs> And of course, sometimes, when we actually develop a little faith, yeah Krishna has took away my distress and now, you know, rub the beats a little bit more, and, <laughs> and a house and a wife and a color TV. Oh. <laughs> Jai Jagggeddi Shahari. <laughs> and this is actually the way things really work. In the Brihad Bhagavatamrita, we can see that Gov Kumara is chanting the Gopal mantra. But in order to achieve different material success, success, successes at first, and then to elevate himself spiritually, he doesn't immediately chant Hari Krishna and go back to the spiritual world. He makes progress from, practically speaking, ignorance v karma to karma, going to Indra-loka, to Mahaloka, to Tapaloka, to Brahma-loka to Mahakala Loka, impersonal liberation, to Shiva Loka, Mahashiva Loka, to Vaikuntha, and Ayodhya, and Dwaraka, and finally he goes to Vrindavan. Because that develop, that, those desires have to be developed. Of course, it's not that we should simply think, I'm going to chant Hare Krishna, and at the end of my life, you know, Prabhupada promise if I simply chant Hari Krishna out of sixteen rounds and follow, at least try to follow the four wheel principles, <laughs> <laughs> then I'll, he, I, he's guaranteed me I'll go back to guide it. So I'll pick up my beads and chant, you know, any way I can to get these rounds done and follow the best I can the four wheel principles, and then at the end of life we'll just be waiting, <laughs> so if I come to airplane. What happened? He lied to me. <laughs> I got cheated. I want my refund. <laughs> 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 no, it's a continuous process. If we chant Hare Krishna even once, we can become fully conscious of Krishna. But we actually have to chant Hare Krishna. In the sense, we have to actually ask Krishna, Rani, to engage us in their loving service, Otherwise, why will they engage us in their loving service if we don't want it? And of course, if we don't know what the loving service is, why will they ask for it? So that has to be revealed to us by trying to engage in their service, especially by trying to distribute Krishna consciousness to others, because that's what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said. If we simply listen to what he said and try to do it, that's called service. Whether we're doing it purely out of love and devotion, that, that may be questionable. Because if it was purely out of love and devotion, we'd be completely in ecstasy, we'd be actually directly engaged in the lila of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and become a per, be a perfect instrument for the distribution of Krishna consciousness. But we're learning to hear what the instructions are and then hopefully get some realization some understanding, so we can apply it within our lives. The hearing is so, so that we say, oh, that's, that's right. That's what I'm supposed to do. So that we can see, well, this is something I could practice. I can try out during the day and see if it works or not. Not that at the end of the class, we walk away and say, that was a good class. I can't remember what it was all about, but <laughs> I didn't fall asleep, so it must have been pretty good. <laughs> Somehow or another he kept me awake Said something I can't remember what it was But it's pretty interesting (laughs) I know I should apply it If I ever could remember what it was I'll do it No we actually have to Take away something with us So that we could try to practice it During the day That's the whole idea And if we practice it during the day Then Krishna sees we're serious and he'll give us more understanding, the Dhammi, Buddha, yogam tam, so we can practice it more often during the day and with greater purity of intention, that is, with more enthusiasm, to please Krishna. Then we get Krishna's association more. Of course, we can see at first we're simply in, only in distress, only coming here, trying to get relief from our material existence, so we become prepared to go out and enjoy again. And then we become a little convinced that actually maybe there's something more here. Maybe I could actually get a few extra euros or whatever it is here. What's the, what's the money here? Lay. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I've learned a lot. At least we first have always learned how to distribute books. Then they learned how to sell paintings. Then they learned how to sell records. Then they learned how to sell anything. <laughs> I think, well, stick around, maybe, you know, get rich, the Hare Krishnas. <laughs> then I can get a nicer house, I can get a wife, you know, etc., etc., who knows how to cook, and life will be good, and I'll chant Hare Krishna every janmasthami <laughs> come to visit the temple, give him a little donation, put a little wish into the into the box, throw a little <laughs> donation, give a little wish. <laughs> it's like people sometimes they go to a there's some kind of fountain and they throw some money in and give a wish, so we throw a little money into the box and give a wish. And then of course, if it does work, we actually get a little bit better material existence and we hear about there's even planets called the heavenly planets We develop some faith that maybe I could even go there. Try to hear about Indra Loka and Kanda Nafaras and the Apsaras and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Soma Rasa. Sounds exactly what I'm looking for here. <laughs> <laughs> go there as legal intoxication. And you get healthy instead of sick and the ladies there are thousands of times more beautiful than they are here, and they're thousands of times more submissive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's worthwhile to stick around and chant Hare Krishna a little longer, so you would get a ride there. And for those who are a little bit more advanced, they start realizing that they read about Indra, how he had so much difficulty he gets cursed all the time and he can't control his senses either and gets cursed and winds up in a lotus flower for thousands of years. He gets eyes all over his body, very hard to go to sleep at night because it's very hard to hide anything from Indra also. <laughs> Look at it. He looks asleep. But actually, it's two eyes open somewhere you don't see. <laughs> Anyhow, I must be, just imagine if you had thousands of eyes all over your body, how disturbing it would be. <laughs> You'd have to have some brain to, you know, see everything that's going on, every, you know, all around you. In any case, it doesn't seem as pleasant. Therefore, they hear, one may hear about maybe this liberation. So one chants Hare Krishna, and more or less, one is not really interested in Krishna. One is interested in what Krishna can give one. And if the deity can give us something, sure, we'll raise our hands and say, I surrender. <laughs> but one has to develop some interest in Krishna himself. Therefore we hear about how Krishna is in our heart what he's trying to help how he's trying to help us and that ultimately all these material benefits will not be very will not be lasting or very satisfying so therefore we try to do something actually to please Krishna but there's not much we can do to please Krishna except for trying to become Krishna conscious ourselves by following this process of sadhana bhakti hearing and chanting about Krishna At the same time, trying to serve Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his mission by telling others about Krishna. If we think we have some other purpose of life in our relationships other than to help people become Krishna conscious, then of course we're going to be an illusion. And the result of being an illusion is that we stay an illusion. We either get more an illusion or a little less than an illusion, But when we act to others in illusion, we definitely are in illusion. And that helps us stay in illusion. And we act towards others as if they're Krishna's eternal servants. And we try to appropriately serve them to help them become Krishna conscious. Then we make progress in real Krishna consciousness. So we have a choice. We can have a a whole conception of life where Krishna is not there. Or he's there whenever we need him or want him. For sometimes he sneaks in there, and we say, "What did? You, how did you get in here? What are you doing here in my consciousness? Get out!" <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> opened the wrong door. <laughs> so we want Krishna there. He'll be there if we want us And but we have to serve him. The spiritual world. Everyone is serving. You can No one can get to the spiritual world just to take a peek. let me see what Krishna looks like, if I like him, I'll stay Krishna conscious, if I don't, then forget it. No, we really want to become conscious of Krishna, we have to want to become conscious of Krishna. And Krishna knows exactly what we want. And to want to become conscious of Krishna means we have to agree to serve him with his present body, mind and words. That's how we show Krishna that we want to be conscious of him. Not that my mind is doing one thing, my body is doing something else. My conception of life is completely different and Krishna is supposed to surrender and reveal Himself to me. It's like a child saying, I want to go home, I want to eat, I want to go to sleep. Parents don't have any idea what the child wants. The child is confused, so the mother won't do anything. But the child wants, says, I want to eat, I want to eat, I want to eat. Then the parents will, the mother will think the child wants to eat, and she'll feed the child. So when we actually want Krishna, then Krishna will reveal Himself. And when we want so many other things, then Krishna will reciprocate with us accordingly. But we can't get Krishna and so many other things at the same time. Of course, when we get so many other things, when we see Krishna's reciprocation, then we develop a little faith that actually Krishna is there. And therefore after a while one may realize that why do I want so many other things? Like Dhruva Maharaj wanted a kingdom greater than that of his greater than that of his great grandfather. But then he thought, you know, why should I get such a kingdom? Krishna is much more attractive. Krishna is eternal, my relation with Krishna is eternal. But a kingdom greater than that of my great grandfather may come and go. So why should I ask for something insignificant when I can get Krishna? So now in our conditioned state, due to the influence of Maya, we're thinking maybe Krishna is there, maybe not Krishna is not there, maybe Krishna can help me. I'll test it out. I'll do service and I'll see if he actually helps me. If I get free from distress, if I get what I need, if I actually understand things more clearly, if I actually get free you know, free from my material misconceptions. So we, we perform service and we just watch and see what, what happens. But if we actually chant Hare Krishna, actually wanting to become conscious of Krishna, wanting to become devotional in relation to Krishna, wanting to serve Krishna and his mission, if we do that practically, and then Krishna will reciprocate. Then we'll find out that not only Krishna uh, is theoretically there, but he's actually there. And then we can actually understand something, what Krishna is really like. Of course, here we find that these demons, they're fighting against Krishna. But they're not ordinary demons. Not every demon, we can't think, well, I'll become a demon in that way. <laughs> I always wanted to be a demon. You can do so many things that you can't do as a devotee. <laughs> so, let me, Because most demons are not very qualified. Even we leave Hare Krishna, the movement, become a demon. It's not that we're going to get some opportunity my next lifetime, I'm sure, because I was a devotee, but I became a demon. I'm sure I'll get some interesting position where I can fight against Krishna and be killed by him. Now, most demons don't get that opportunity. Most of us were in gatekeepers at Vaikuntha who got cursed by Kumaras. So we can't expect that. But this is an example that's being used so that we can appreciate... Any kind of association with Krishna is beneficial. because course, even they got killed, Haranyaksha, Haranyakashipu, they had to come back as Ravana and Shishupal, and Ravana and Kumbhakarna, and then Shishupal and Dandavakra. And then finally, they were reestablished in their position as gatekeepers after becoming Jagai and Madai. Therefore, that's we can see that if we don't have the right conception when we're dealing with Krishna, we don't get the benefit, the full benefit. So when we chant Hare Krishna, if we don't have the right conception, then we won't be able to really chant Hare Krishna. And we can't get the right conception unless we dedicate our activities in Krishna's service. It's not that I'm going to do whatever I want during the day, and then I'm going to sit down and chant Hare Krishna, and everything will be revealed to me. No, Krishna is watching us. Indra may have many eyes, but Krishna has a lot more. Indra has to go to sleep, but Krishna never goes to sleep. We can't tell Krishna, Krishna, can you go away for a few minutes? i got something to do, I don't want you to (laughs) It's embarrassing, you know. Give me a break, you know. Just five minutes, get lost. (laughs) We don't see this little, you know... Forearm man, walk anywhere, but I'll be back in five minutes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, he's watching us all the time, even when we're asleep, even when we're dreaming, he's watching us. Uh Aha, how is he reacting to this dream? (laughs) So, Krishna, we have to sincerely try to serve Krishna. And it's not like Krishna's watching us, you know, let's see if he made a mistake. Ah, he made a mistake. All right, now we're going to get you. You said you were a devotee, but now I'm going to get you. (laughs) You disobeyed me. Thunderbolt. All right. Ah! (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, Krishna is actually trying to see what we can do right also, especially that, especially in devotional service. So we try to make some attempt to help others become Krishna conscious, especially ourselves, to become Krishna conscious, and then try to help others try to see them in relation with Krishna and try to and help them. Then Krishna will be very pleased and will actually be able to understand what this Hare Krishna movement is all about. So I'll stop there. Mercy. Or it's multimesh. Multimesh. Mutamesh. So any, qu- any short questions? Yes. I want to ask that it, uh, we hear all the time that even if somebody does some service without knowing, they also get purified. So maybe they don't know what to say or thinking of occasion, they also get purified. Yeah, even we get purified. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gets purified to some degree, according to what they want, according to their consciousness. If you come in contact with fire, you're going to get hot. But if you wear protect- protective gloves, you're not going to get so hot. So yeah, we add gyatu sukriti umukti-bhakti-sukriti, or whatever. Yeah, you get some benefit. But we, we shouldn't rely so much upon that. Not necessarily, no. Get pure, like for example, we get people, people. That do service and get purified without thinking of Krishna is not the same... Uh, in a they probably get more purified than we do. Because if we commit offenses while we're chanting, then we help grow the weeds. So one who's innocent who doesn't know, then <laughs> he get, makes advancement. But it's not like he's in a better position. In the sense that if you're in ignorance you have, the only way to go is up. (laughs) So they make advancement towards up. When we have some knowledge and we don't utilize it, then we may be more elevated but the way we're maybe going is down. So it's not like you're more elevated because you're in ignorance. But you're getting more benefit than we are because we're, if we commit offenses then we don't take. Then we're, we're cultivating the weeds. So therefore, we should try for at least nama Bas rather than the nama parat. Just like if Krishna walked in here now, and we say, "Oh, what are you doing here?" and we go back, you know, reading Time magazines. Are you still here, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so Krishna is personally present, and we're ignoring him. So, what is our attitude? What is our love for Krishna? How are we cultivating it? What is Krishna going to reveal to us? He'll just you know, we'll simply get Krishna to say, "All right, I'm here. You don't want me? I'll just go further and further away. That way, he won't disturb us when we're meditating on something else." All right, we'll stop there. Thank you very much. Krantaray, Shimon Bhagavatam, Kijad.